Welcome back, dear listeners, to another powerful episode, Out of Darkness is Light. Today I'm bringing you episode that is based on believe in yourself, embrace confidence and chase your dreams and building your resilience. And this episode consists of a powerful interview with Susie Dent. But before we go into that, let's say a little bit more about confidence, dreams and resilience. Because the journey of self-discovery, determination and triumph is like any others. It is something different, something more challenging and something more powerful. As I said, today we embark on Odyssey through the territories of self-belief, unveiling confidence, building resilience and building that magical power chasing our dreams. I'm your host, Resilient Anna, and together we are about to uncover essence of what it truly means to embrace the power of yourself and how to reach your stars. In today's world, and that is based on doubts and uncertainties, where self-belief is very hard to build, it is illuminates the path of greatness. You can imagine a symphony of your dreams, an orchestra of aspiration, where every note is played by itself, torn by itself, and making own music. So it is not just about saying, I can. It's more about knowing deep inside of you that you are the sculpture of your fate and the master of your real destiny. So hold on your headphones because this episode really is out of ordinary. We are about to dive into enigmatic depth of confidence that magnetic force draws the spotlight just to you, compelling the world to take notice what is confidence, how to build it, and what is the rhythm, and in which rhythm you can dance with your soul, harmonizing with the universe and echoing the profound truth that you are really enough. Resilience, that unshakable Fortness forged in the fires of adversity. We're going to explore the story of Susie Dent, who was able to transform stumbling blocks into stepping stones. She created narratives and triumph from very challenging situations, and she defeated them. As many of you, as all of us, we had our storms, we had setbacks, but we emerged as resilient titans that the path to success is often built of winding, bumping, narrowing roads. And then 
there is unparalleled magic of chasing dreams. Captivating spirit of Juzu, a Japanese seated fruit that flourishes even in the harshest conditions. So don't be afraid. We'll dive into parallels between the Juzu unwilling journey and the pursuit of dreams that actually gets a fire and ignite your hearts. So what can you learn from its, from the zest of life? Its ability to actually to reach that fruit against all odds. Its ability to build in yourself. As you're ready to be inspired, uplifted beyond measure, tune in as we navigate unexplored territories of the humans, sharing tales of courage, vulnerability, and triumph. Join me as I unravel the stories of exceptional individuals who believed in herself, embraced her unique essence, and she stood tall in the face of adversity and pursued her dreams with intensity of a shooting stars. And you all can do that. It is possible. So fellow adventures in the realm of possibility, fasten your mental seatbelts as we embark on really brilliant ex- expedition into the core of self-belief, into confidence, resilience, and dream tracing. As I said, this is a more than podcast episode. It is a transformative experience, a kaleidoscope of emotions and calling for actions. Stay tuned, stay curious, and get ready to dwell and make yourself stronger with believing in yourself, amplifying your confidence, fortify your resilience, and ignite the flames of your most desired dreams. So this voyage begins. But before we go into that powerful conversation and interview with Susie Dent, I want to welcome back all of you to this episode, and especially our guest that we have today honor of being in the virtual presence of a true visionary and a living testament to the extraordinary power of self-belief. I'm thrilled to introduce our special guest, Susie Dent. But before we listen to that powerful interview, I want to say that she is a resilience of hope, captivated hearts and minds with her awe-inspiring journey. A dreamer who defied odds, Susie stands tall as a testament to the magic that unfolds when one dares to embrace their aspiration. As you will notice, as a child, Susie's dreams ignited like stars in the night sky. They were bright and destined to shine. But life's challenges and storm 
attempted to dim that radiance. Yet Susie, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, emerged stronger, wiser, and more determined than ever before. She changed so much. She found herself, and she never stops to build and manifest her dreams. So in today, in this remarkable conversation, we will unravel the layers of Susie's journey. Women with traits of beliefs, confidence, resilience, and the courage to chase dreams that shimmered distance. So we will delve into the moments that tested like metal crossroads that demand tough choices and the choices that capture her into awe-inspiring thoughts as she is today. So I'm welcoming to all of you and I'm honored to introduce our guest, Susie Dent. Is it how you pronounce your name, Susie? Yes. Okay, Susie, how would you describe yourself? Uh, <laughs> um, do you mean what I do or who I am or like a job or me the person? Like a person, like a person right now. How would you describe okay, so yourself? I'm a 61-year-old, natural-born female. I'm a very high-vibrating woman who lives a life full of gratitude and joy. So I'm one of those people that's very, very joyous all the time. Um, I, um, I have a very uh, a good tolerance for lots of people. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm an extroverted introvert, so I love being extroverted when... It's needed, and then I'm happy to um, spend time by myself as well. You know, at the moment I'm travelling overseas. I'm in the UK. I'm Australian, and I came over here for three weeks. And on a whim, I decided to stay for six months because I could. Um, and sometimes I think in life, if you just if you just that's called leaning in. If you just lean into life and just see what happens, um, you know, that's when you have lots of adventures and you have lots of moments of um, self-realization, and that's what I'm doing now. That's beautiful. You know, like you manage actually, I would say, to follow your dream. You know, like you decide to stay in yeah. your cave and actually suits you. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I'm I'm really lucky. I have uh, cousins. I haven't spent time with for years. The last time I was here was 2014, which was a while ago. And um, I'm able to stay in my cousin's house while she, she's actually renovating it and she doesn't live here. So I've had accommodation for nothing, which is awesome. Um, and I have another cousin who can put me up for six weeks as well. So I'm blessed, you know. I didn't even ask them. I didn't even think. It was very, very... Um, Oh, it was one of those moments I was in. I was actually visiting a friend in Ireland and she said, why don't you stay? And I thought, I've just come out of a, an almost 30-year marriage, um, finally separated from my ex in December, and I thought, I don't want to go home. I don't need to go home. I'm my own woman now and um, I don't want to go home and live the life I was living before. I wish to create a new one. So that's what I've been doing here. Um, not, I'm not saying I've been travelling around spending lots of money. I've been working and um, reinventing myself and finding myself really. Sometimes you need to just spend time alone with yourself and let the universe speak to you with, you know, who you are and what you're supposed to be doing. So uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been writing and creating while I've been here, working out, going to the gym, 
um, doing talks and seminars. It's great fun. I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. You know, like it seems to me like it's very that you're having a blast in your life because sometimes, you know, like separation can be quite difficult and challenging and there is a grief period. But if you overcome that one, very quickly you know like in a way that actually works for you well that's amazing so how how would you define you know like your coping skills your ability to overcome that kind of uh, fears and challenges in your life i have excellent coping skills um i um I've been like this my whole life. I my mother was a narcissist, so I didn't feel like I belonged from when I was quite young. Uh, and I've always been um, uh, what you would call either a high achiever or an overachiever. So I set myself goals, and I really go all out to achieve them, whatever they are. And I always reach the goal and achieve it. Um, I divorced my husband because I didn't want. We we're in a codependent relationship that wasn't working. Um, I wasn't happy. He wasn't happy for 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't what I wanted or needed and it wasn't working for him either. Well, actually, maybe it was, but it wasn't working for me. And I decided to put myself first in my life. Often women, um, we put ourselves second to our partners, to our children, to our parents. And we get in midlife and um, especially going through menopause, you go through menopause um, and you kind of stop and think, what do I want? Am I happy? What do I want with my life? Is this what's really working for me? And um, so I actually divorced my husband. Um, the paperwork came through in March 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, I was over my marriage a long time before we actually got to move out of our house because of COVID and all that sort of stuff. We had things to do before we split up. Mm -hmm. um, but I found that, I, and I moved, I took my son, who's 21, um, and his girlfriend and got a rental house for us. Um, uh, you know, I came out of a 30-year marriage. You don't expect this at 61. I came out with no money, um, with, more, with debt, which is what I had in the marriage. And uh, I just thought, what's well, this time to start again? I have my brain, um, you know, you if you wallow in things and you get sad and you start vibrating in the low place and you think, oh, woe is me, life is unfair, you're not going to be able to pick yourself up. Um, you, you must, um, you've got to really be positive and think, right, clap your hands, dust yourself off, pick yourself up and go, what's next? There is only, we, we are responsible for how we feel in life and how we react to things. Uh, no one else is going to fix things for us. We're the ones that have got to do it for ourselves. So you've just got to get up and go for it, you know, and, and do things in life and make things happen. And I'm that sort of a person and that's what I teach others to do as well. Yes, you actually very right <laughs> when it comes to that you need to be your own person to be able to recognize you know like how you can actually move on and have that strength to do it so you know like hearing that you're doing that work and that you're actually helping other women to achieve their goals that's another you know like amazing one of your another strengths i would say can you Susie, can you share any specific moment or achievement that significantly impacted your outlook on life and motivated you to actually keep going and achieving? Yes, actually, it was. Um, it happened in 2014. 
uh, which was the last time I came to England. I came to England to be part of a really huge court case. Um, I came forward um, in uh, the court case of this man called Rolf Harris, who was a massive entertainer here. Um, he um, sexually molested me as, at work when I was his makeup artist. And I came forward as a bad character witness as part of this court case. Uh, the court case, we, en we ended up winning the court case. It turned out he was a pedophile. Um, we ended up winning the court case, but it was groundbreaking in the world in that it was the first time that women who were survivors of historical sexual crimes were listened to and heard and action was taken. Um, and it changed things for the world and it changed things in Europe and in Australia and New Zealand. Um, when I was here a week after that case, it was a big deal coming forward, like millions mm -hmm. and millions of people were watching. Uh, I was inside the walls of Stonehenge, which was, you know, the huge monolith of stones in um, in England that, uh, you know, my ancient ancestors would have walked through. And I had a shamanic healing by this healer there. And I cried bucket loads of tears and I forgave everybody, every man who had ever wronged me, everything that had ever gone wrong. And um, I cried it all out and um, I, um, I got rid of all the anger that I'd been carrying in me for a while. And uh, I kind of came out of that hour inside these amazing stones, a new person. And that was the beginning of my healing journey. Up until then, um, I hadn't worn dresses my entire life. I, I covered my body up for 30 years because um, I felt like I moved through life safer that way. And many women do that. You know, as women going, women of a certain age, many women are actually molested um, or touched up or felt up by men when they didn't want to be, you know. So I covered myself up. Uh, and I started to find myself after that day. Um, I'd also, my father had died uh, six months previously. I'd gone completely non-contact with my narcissist mother, So, um, and I'd been non-contact with my brother, who was also a narcissist. So I'd, I'd literally severed all ties from my, from my family. Uh, my, I had family here who were my second cousins who knew what I was here for and, and gave me so much love. It was amazing. Uh, and I really, um, I really started to find who I was and the strength of character that I had. Uh, when you come forward in something or you step out and speak up for people that are not you or you do it for someone else, basically. I did it for the women who were little girls. I didn't do it for me. Um, I had no idea that I, uh, the healing that I would get for stepping forward for other people. Um, it's had a huge impact in the world. That's why I'm here now, because to be part of a publicity for yet another documentary that I'm featured in that supports women and speaking out for women and assault. Um, it changed my life that moment in time and um, I changed and grew as a woman and really stepped into, I think, my my warrior power. You know, we, we can all be very strong inside. But I really um, I really started staying, staying, stepping up for myself. Whilst I was there, um, my husband, ex-husband and my son, who was 12 at the time, were home and my ex, um, he had anger management problems and he would often be ringing me and, 
just um, getting angry and mad at me on the phone. And I, I realised often as women, as wives, we allow our husbands to get angry at us and offload their, their frustrations, usually about themselves and their own lack onto us. And we sometimes, the parents do that as well. Uh, and it's not really what we should be doing as women. And we do it until we're full and when I was in England, I realised that um, I was starting to faint when he was getting angry at me, that I was having a physical reaction to him um, yelling and screaming at me, you know, and offloading all his stuff. So I started learning and growing about who I am and what I wanted. Now, it t- took me a while to, um, you know, I went through all sorts of things to find myself as a woman. I, I started listening to motivational speakers I realised that the only people that can change and help us are ourselves. Um, that if we uh, if we want change to happen, sometimes it's, you have to go through things that make you uncomfortable. You have to stretch and and step outside your comfort zone. Um, I, um, I in twenty seventeen. Um, Answering, I put out a call to the universe of what I wanted and I ended up becoming part of a, a, a beauty competition, uh, Mrs Earth Australia. I ended up pushing myself and, and curing myself of my psychological fear of dresses. I wore dresses. I was crowned a beauty queen. I ended up going to Vegas representing Australia, wearing gowns. I came third. I competed against women I could have given birth to. I had, like, really amazing, life-changing experiences that I really just leaned into and just accepted that I just went with the flow and... Now I'm like a motivational speaker and a coach and I help people all over the world step into their power and find themselves. You know, I'm a three times author. I came here to um, launch my book, 60 is the New 40, The Ultimate Guide to Defying Age. And of course, you know, so I'm really um, doing what I want in the world. And um, I think, uh, I feel that as a woman of 61 now, that I have a lot of life experience that I can give to others to help them on their journey and I, I get a lot of joy out of doing that and, and helping people of the younger generation, men and women, find themselves so that they can step into their power and they can reach their full potential. So Susie, thank you very much for sharing such a powerful story of your journey and such an amazing experience that you had. You know, like I've really... I'm not quite sure, you know, like where to begin. I know that you have so many interviews regards to Rolf Harris, and maybe we will leave that one for another episode because it is, you know, like such a stressful journey for you and for other women that been, you know, like included in in that journey. So I think that deserves, you know, like episode on its own. And but you know, like combination of all of that that help you growing and self discovering, it is really special. Like like I said, thank you very much for sharing all of that because it's not easy. And I can see how much you have grown and become the woman that you want to be today. And like you said, you know, like just your journey that, for some reason, you decide you were not safe to. F- even feel to wear, you know, like skirts and dresses and diminishing yourself like a woman, it says a lot. And like you said, we always put ourselves down and we try to 
combine and please everybody around us, make them feel better. And very often we forgot ourselves. And to be said, you know, like noticing that you have to come to be so mature to be able to, you know, like do that self-discovery journey and put yourself at the front, it is very hard. So, you know, like, but let's go back, uh, you know, like to your dreams uh, when you were a child. So do you think that you have manifest the dreams of you being a child today, you know, like, because like you said, you're publishing so many books, you found your voice, you discover yourself. Would you say that your dreams had come true? Yes. Um, thank you for all that. that yeah, that's a great... Yeah, I love what you just said then. That's perfect, Anna. Uh, yes, actually. It's funny. Um, if you... A lot of people, they'll work at a job and it's just to earn money and they're not working at their passion. Um, and once upon a time I read somewhere that if you look back on the things that you loved when you were a child at school and the things that you, you know, that really stimulated you, they're really what your true passions were. When I was at school, I was either speaking on a stage, singing on a stage, I either had the microphone in my hand or I was backstage doing the hair and makeup and the wardrobe. And funnily enough, that's exactly who I've become in my life, you know. I have 40 years' experience as a hair and makeup artist in film and television, um, which I'm ever so grateful for and I've loved. And um, I got to really tap into my creative self, which is just amazing. And I've done that for, you know, that's been my career. And uh, being... Um, in front of the stage, um, I've sung in three bands. I now work as a motivational speaker and a coach. So I'm using my voice and using my creative talent. So absolutely, yes, I absolutely did. I thought I wanted to be um, an air hostess when I was a little mm -hmm. girl, but lots of little girls wanted to be an air hostess or what's now known as a flight attendant. Now lots of little girls want to be a makeup artist because they think it's really glamorous. Well, you know, in actual fact, it's not as glamorous as you think. It's actually really hard work, um, and you have to be really good at what you're doing. But I do, I do. I, I, I'm very lucky. I've worked and lived my passion my entire life, um, which is just awesome. And yes, I have done jobs along the way. You know that I haven't really liked. You know, we all do a stint as being a waitress and. You know, I worked at McDonald's when I was 21 and, you know, we all do different jobs along the way, but we learn something from every single job we do and we often learn things from every person that we meet. We just have to be open to hearing about it. But um, in answer to your question, yes, um, I believe as a little girl, I, um, I have received everything that I wished for. So thank you very much for sharing all of that. Such very inspiring story and, you know, like putting your voice and putting yourself in that kind of perspective, I can only congratulate to you, honestly. And, you know, like along the way, building yourself, building successful women, I, I believe, you know, like somehow you come against so many challenges and challenges for, you know, like for people that they really want to see you grow and then challenges for people that they want to see that you fail down. And, you know, like sometimes you facing criticism or negative feedback. 
how you overcome that, how you stay motivated, Susie, when it comes to that point? Oh, you're absolutely right. On all of our life journeys, we will find that um, not only do we fall down, uh, but we have to pick ourselves up again. And sometimes we have people around us. Often it's close family members or close friends that want us to fail. And the reason they want us to fail is because they don't have it in themselves to try. Um, and uh, we uh, have to be aware of negative people around us who will hold us back. And sometimes you have to remove those people from your life or, or take a step back from them. And we all have people with, we'll, we'll have ideas and, and say, oh, I'm going to try this. And, and someone will say, oh, really? Do you really think you'd be any good at that? You know, mm, you know, oh, I don't know. And we all have those people. Often, you know, it can be our parents or our siblings or our best friends, people that we, you know, we love and care and we value their opinion. Mm -hmm. And we have to recognise the signs. Um, and sometimes, and I've been guilty of it as well, we'll just stop doing it. Um, for 10 years, my mother, when I was being um, a makeup artist, my mother was asking me when I was going to get a real job. I was working with some of the biggest stars in Australian television. And it's like, well, I actually have a real job. You know, uh, I'm now a multi-award, I'm an international multi-award winning hair and makeup artist. I knew that I was doing exactly what I should be doing. And I was exceptionally good at, at, good at it. And in, uh, in my career, I was reinventing myself all the time and learning more things to keep myself um, really valid, you know. Uh, we have to not listen to those people who were negative. Remove them from your life, like I said, and trust your instinct and trust, yourself, and trust yourself. You have to trust yourself. And if you don't try something, you won't know whether you can do it. Failure is a good thing. If you don't fail, you won't know, right? And there's nothing wrong with failing. Some of the biggest business people in the world have failed so many times. Sometimes you can fail heaps and heaps of times, but you keep trying until you get it right, you know? Uh, I think sometimes we're raised to be, have a fear of failure. Um, when you fail things, that's how you learn, you know? That's how you learn. It's a good thing. Um, you know, when you're shortlisted, for instance, for a job interview and you're one of like 200 candidates and you're down at the last five, but you don't get the job, that's okay. You weren't meant to have the job that time, but you were one of the top five. I mean, that's huge. So look at your experiences in life as the blessing that you've been given and the lesson that you've learned, you know, and if you really want that job, try harder next time. Learn about what you need to do to achieve the things that you achieve. Uh, but uh, always pick yourself up and always try. That's what life is about. No one's going to try for you. You've got to try for yourself. Never, 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 never quit. How beautiful said. I wouldn't say that's even better, you know, like you summarize everything so well. And, you know, like you give, you know, like you really give your voice and you give strength to all, you know, just a woman, you know, like to all people that is struggling building something, I would say. So thank you very much, you know, like for your powerful voice. And before I, you know, like let you go for this today's interview, I want to thank you very much one more time to spending your time and, you know, like giving us such a powerful words. And just, you know, like one thing before we say, you know, like goodbye to each other and hopefully we're gonna stay in, you know, like in touch. Uh, 
just what what would you say like like the last thing to all these women around the world thank you anna thanks so much for having me and that's an excellent question dream big dream uh because our dream is what you believe about yourself and what you dream about becomes your reality and be careful of the words that you use in your head to communicate how you feel about yourself to you if you keep saying to yourself you can't do something you're too young to do it you're too old to do it um you're not smart enough you're not pretty enough you're not good enough then you won't do it always believe uh that you can do anything that you set your mind to our minds are very very powerful but we're the ones that are in control of our minds so if you convince yourself that you can't do something then you won't do it there's a saying in australia for instance um men do it when you say hi how are you going men will say um oh doing okay for an old bloke and i think and i've all i always said to them so you're you're only okay and you're old and that becomes your daily mantra or his daily mantra the words that he uses maybe you know 20 times a day in every greeting so 20 times a day he's telling himself that he's only okay and he's old and he will grow old really fast and only be okay so my answer to that is why don't you change your mantra so when someone says how are you doing you say fit young strong and vital thanks straight away your energy levels are higher right your your greeting is then much more powerful for the other person much more powerful for you so every day you are using these words fit young strong and vital to describe who you are to yourself so my number one thing would be be careful of the words that you use to describe yourself to yourself and to other people because they will become who you are It's like a positive affirmation. Start a day with yes. positive thoughts, positive affirmation, and then carry on them. Absolutely. And positive words. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Susie. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast, Out of Darkness is Light. And I wish you all the best on your journey and creating, you know, like more wonderful and specific insights for all the women around the world. Thank you so much for having me Anna it's been a real pleasure. Thank you. And dear listeners, as you noticed, Susie Dan's story isn't just about success. It is a saga of embracing vulnerability, defining doubts, and finding her own way to stand firm when the world was there to push her down. With a heart with full of unwavering self-belief, she embarked on a path with challenges, a path that has become expedition of empowerment for countless others who dared to dream she managed to get up not once so many times when she needed she built her resilience she built her confidence and she trusted herself she dreamed big and she manifested that dream 
So, dear listeners, you are today recaptivated by the wisdom, the insight, and boundless energy that Susie Dent brings to this table. I hope you enjoyed turning into this journey, listening that sparks of confidence, forging a resilience that can withstand all the life attempts. Like I said, this episode was not just interview. It was a symphony of shared experience, a reservoir of wisdom, a celebration of human spirit. Susie Dan's presence graces us with opportunity to have that radiance in our journey, a journey that began with a single step of self-belief and will continue to evolve as a masterpiece of inspiration. So one more time, thanks to Susie Dent in her words of wisdom. Dear listeners, dream big, believe in yourself, and chase those dreams. So please stay tuned for another episode, Out of Darkness is Light. And if you need some more inspirational thoughts, affirmation, or you want to go on the journey of self-discovery and start to build your confidence, start believing in yourself, you can make appointment through www.resilientthinking.com.au Until our next episode, Out of Darkness is Light, I'm wishing you all the best. Stay blessed, believe in yourself, and build that confidence.